the time. Get uh, Matthew 24 and 37. If you ever listen to anything I said, I want you to listen tonight. If you've ever heard anything, I want you to listen tonight, especially you that don't have the Holy Ghost. 24 and 37, look what it says. But as the days of Noah were, the of Noah were so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. As the days of who was? Noah. Noah, so shall also be the what? The days of the Son of Man. Now, I want you to look at this real good, and I really think about it. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the Son of Man. What happened in the days of Noah? For as in the days that were before the flood. Hold on a minute. What happened in the days of Noah? It was raining. It was a flood. There was, there was a multitude of waters. There was continual raining. Now, I want to tell you something. You know how long it rained in the days of Noah? 40 days and 40 nights. I heard the newsmen say that it's six weeks. And uh, it's actually six weeks, actually two days from being six weeks that Florida has experienced these floods. Six weeks times seven, six times seven is 42, minus two is 40. So we've had a consistent bad rainy foul weather for the last 40 days. So the Lord has already prophesied as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be before his coming, before he returns. Flooding, and we've had major flooding. Look what happens, uh-huh. For as in the days that were before the flood, uh -huh. they were eating and drinking. Now, as the days before the flood, now that's another thing that brings us back to flood time, because before the flood, everybody's eating, everybody's drinking, everybody's buying all this stuff. Now notice what he said, look at what he said, read. Marrying and giving in marriage. All right, now this also puts us back to the things that were happening before the flood. Now, I want you to understand the days of Noah and the days of Lot are at the same time. Most time when people hear the days of Noah and the days of Lot, they look at them as separate times. Lot's days and Noah's days happen at the same time. I can prove that from the Bible. Go over to the book of Genesis chapter 6. All right, y'all follow me tonight, all right? On everybody's attention. Genesis 6. Who does Genesis 6 talk about? Huh? Genesis 7 and 1, who does it talk about? Genesis 8, who does it talk about? Genesis 9, who does it talk about? Genesis 10, who does it talk about? All right, Genesis 11, it, it, it deals with the Tower of Babel. All right, you go over to Genesis chapter 12. Well, actually, Genesis 11. Look, look, look at Genesis chapter 11, and I want to look at 11 and verse 31. What did that talk about? Read it. And Terah took Abraham his son, and who else? Lot. So you see then, the 10th chapter talked about who? Noah. No, 10th chapter talked about who? The 11th chapter talked about who? Lot. So you see then, the, the time of Noah and Lot was the same time. Now if you go back, what the Bible said, go back over to the book of uh, Matthew where you, where you were. All right, y'all follow me? Look what it says. Uh-huh. For as in the days that were before the flood, uh -huh. they were eating and drinking. They were eating and drinking. Marrying and giving in marriage. Marrying and giving in marriage. Now, wait a minute. What does it mean, marrying and giving in marriage? Ain't nothing wrong with marrying. That's not a big problem. But he says giving in marriage. So what he's dealing with now is the homosexual marriage that was going on. In the days of Lot, they were trying to covenant in marriage. Giving in marriage. So what we're dealing with now 
during the same time that the flood is happening here, just like it was in the days of Noah, during the same time there were a marrying issue of sissies, the same situation is going now, which is predicting in us the end time. The atmosphere of this world and the situations in this world are the, are the same as they were before God came back and destroyed them in the flood. And now it is the same thing as it was in Noah's days, which is ushering us in for the coming of the Lord. Y'all follow me tonight? Everybody follow me? All right, read. Until the day that Noah entered into the ark. Uh-huh. And Thank knew you. not until the flood came uh -huh. and took them all away. Thank you. Uh-huh. Read. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Uh-huh. Then shall two be in the field. All right, let's go over now to, uh, did you get 30, 38 there? About 39. All right, we got 39. Let's go over to Luke 17, 26 now. Y'all with me? Better follow it. Luke 17, 26. All right, read that. And as it was in the days of Noah. As it was in the days of Noah. So shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. So shall it be in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat. They ate. They drank. They drank. They married wives. They married wives. They were given in marriage. They were given in marriage. So there, there's that marriage problem again that's going on. Uh-huh. Until the day that Noah entered into the ark. Uh-huh. And the flood came. Uh-huh. And destroyed them all. Uh-huh. Likewise, also, as it was in the days of Lot, uh -huh. they did eat, uh -huh. they drank. Uh -huh. They did eat and they drank. That's, that's, that's what it was. They ate and drank. We're buying a lot of food. There's a lot of eating and drinking going on during the time of the, uh, uh, of the flood. Look what happened. Read. They bought. Ah, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's slow down right there. All this is in the days of Noah, the days of Lot. People are buying. Look, look, now, look how, how we're buying because of the flood. Look, man, I went to get some gas the other day. Folk were lined up everywhere getting gas. All in the highway getting gas. If you've been to Walmart to try to buy stuff, they're buying, they're selling. The lines alone, prophecy fulfilling itself. See, it's all, it's all going back to putting us into the same situation that it was in the days of Noah. They brought their soul. The Bible also said, look what they did, read. They sow, uh -huh. they plant it, uh -huh. they build. They build, so we got to do a lot of building because a lot of stuff being torn down. So this is putting us back into the end time atmosphere. This world is about to come to a close. And the storms that are happening now are prophesying, are, are giving us warning about its coming. I want to tell you, these are the closest other signs and I'm going to show you why I want you to keep following me these are the closest of the signs alright now I want you to know something do you know who's moving the wind who's blowing the wind who's doing that God blowing in the wind now and I'll, 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 I'll come back to that but if you've been listening to the wind, when the Bible talks about the Lord coming and blowing a trumpet, if you're listening to the wind real well, it's, as, as we were talking today, it sounds as if a trumpet is tuning up. He will use the wind to blow the trumpet for the rapture. And I'll show you that from the Bible. So as you hear the wind blowing and making these little small sounds, it is God 
getting ready to tune up his trumpet to blow to get us out of here. Y'all with me? Watch very well. I want you to look at this. Go over to the book of Genesis 7. And one. And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark. Uh -huh. for, thee, for thee have I seen righteous before me all in right. this, this generation. This, this, is, this is another thing was happening in the days of Noah. Families were coming together to live in one place. Because all of Noah's family came in the ark. So the storm is putting us in the same situation because families now are coming to live together for shelter in one place. Same situation. All right, it, it even gets closer. Go to 2 Peter chapter 2 and 1. 2 Peter chapter 2 verse 1. Y'all with me? Let's start at verse 5. And spare not the old world, but save Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly, uh -huh. and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes condemned, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that after should live ungodly. Uh -huh. And delivered just Lot, Vex with the filthy conversation of the wicked. Now you see how he jumps in, in verse 5, 6, and 7. He deals with Noah and he deals with Lot like they're around the same time. Y'all see that? Lot, uh, Noah in 5, Lot in 6. Y'all see how that deals together? So the homosexual or the faggot practices are the same thing that were going on in the time of Noah. So the flood was related to the sissyism. Y'all with me? Everybody follow me? Look quickly. Go over to the book of, uh, let's go to Matthew 24 and 29. Now, I want to tell you something. The Lord will not come back on a clear day. Talked about it today. Now I can tell you just how the weather going to be when the Lord comes back. Be bad weather. The Lord is not coming back in good weather. It's promise. It's promise to you. It will be a rainy day when Jesus returns to get to church. It will not be a clear day. You look out there and see the sun shining and all that. It, it, it will, that, that will, he will not come on a day like that. The Bible predicts it. The Bible said. Look at Y'all looking at me funny. It's the Bible. Go to 24th chapter, 29th verse. Look what it says. Immediately after tribulation of those days uh -huh. shall the sun be darkened uh -huh. and the moon shall not give her light. Uh-huh. And the stars. All right, let, let's, let's do better than that. Go to verse 27. All right, go to verse 27. It's going to be bad weather when the Lord returns. 27 and uh, 27 verse, read. For as the lightning cometh out of the east. It's going to be like lightning. So the weather's bad. Uh-huh. And shineth even unto the west. Uh-huh. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man The Son be. of Man's coming is going to be in bad weather. It's going to be like lightning. It's going to be a bad weather day. Y'all with me? Read, uh-huh. For wheresoever the carcass is, uh -huh. there will the eagles be gathered together. Uh -huh. Immediately after the tribulation of those days uh -huh. shall the sun 
Shall the sun be dark? Now, this is not talking about the tribulation period. When you talk about the tribulation of those days, keep reading. I'll explain that. Read. And the moon shall not give her light, uh-huh. and the stars shall fall from heaven, uh-huh. and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. Uh-huh. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man. Now, in wait heaven. a minute, wait a minute. The sign, not the signs. Now, you often hear people talk about the signs of the time, but the Bible speaks of one particular sign, the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And you know what the Bible considers heaven? Not just the place where we go rest, but the air, the atmosphere, that's the heaven. So there's a sign in heaven. Look what it said, read. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, uh-huh. and they shall see the Son of Man uh-huh. coming in the clouds. He's coming in clouds. And clouds come with rain. So they go, when he returns, it will be a cloudy day. The weather is setting, is setting us up for the return of God. He's coming in clouds. It's going to be like lightning. It's going to be stormy weather like this. Oh, hallelujah. Y'all with me? Y'all following? Well, let's, let's make sure we're talking right. Go to 60, uh, 26 and 64. All right, everybody following. 26, 64, what it say? Jesus said unto him, Yes. Thou hast said, nevertheless, I say unto you. Yes. Hereafter shall ye see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power uh-huh. and coming in the clouds hey, of heaven. He's coming in what? The clouds of heaven. Rain clouds. He's coming in the clouds. All right. Give me uh, Mark's 13 and 26. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. Now, now this I want you to put some attention to. You're going to see him coming in the heavens, uh, uh, with, uh, uh, in the clouds. Are you, right? are, you, are you with me? In the clouds. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you all to know where all this wind is coming from. Because, listen well, what's going to happen. There are four winds. All right? The Bible talks about the four winds of the earth. Y'all listen well. In order for the rapture to take place, these four winds must get activated. This is the earth. All right? These four winds get activated, and it actually comes, and they blow from each corner of the world, and the winds now gather us together and rapture us up in the clouds. It's the winds that gather us together. If you read this next verse, it'll prove it. Look what happens. And then shall he send his angels. See, the angels are sent. Uh Uh-huh. And shall gather together his elect. And gather together his elect. From the four winds. From the four winds. So these winds and hurricanes that are activated is actually the winds of God coming together to begin the rapture process. Now, y'all know what he says. He's sending the angels from the four winds. Now, we sit on one of the corners of the world. So one of the corners have already been activated. Now, I'm going to tell you what you can look for. We've got the wind starting here. But the same type of wind storms are going to spread throughout the four corners of the world. Now, it's over here in the United States of America now, but they're going to start going all over the world to the four corners of the earth, preparing the winds to gather us together. And the reason the Lord does it like this, just like in Haiti, they got 900 people that they can't find. When these, when these storms come or when the winds come as the rapture, people are going to think the hurricane took us and it's God actually that's come back and taken us. 
So he's gathering us with the four winds. The winds actually are what the hurricanes have begun the process of the church being gathered. This is the atmosphere preparing itself for the rapture. Lord have mercy. I ain't getting many amens, but I got Bible to back it. I'm going to take your question. I'm going to go back to that scripture. Yes, ma'am. I'm going to go with it because anytime God catches anybody up, he's always used the winds. They used to call it a whirlwind then. Remember when Elijah got caught up? Go over to the book of 2 Kings. So y'all got all this duct tape and plywood. You better get some soul stuff. <laughs> get, get the Holy Ghost. All right. Watch this. Second Kings chapter 2 and verse 11. Uh-huh. And it came to pass as they still went on and talked that behold there appeared a chariot of fire. Uh-huh. And horses of fire, and parted them both asunder. Now watch this. Look how he went up. And Elijah went up by whirlwind by, into when, heaven. He went up by what into heaven? So it will be, and, and the church represents Elijah, the rapture. A whirl. It was a wind that took him up into heaven. These hurricane forces are the winds preparing the church to be brought into heaven. And they're going to start hitting on all four corners of the earth. Go back to what you got in the book of Matthew 26 and 64. Y'all with me tonight? Y'all follow me? It's in the book now. 26 and 64. And if y'all ever heard anything, listen to what I'm talking about tonight. Get this in your spirit. This is Bible. 26 and 64. What does it say? Jesus said unto him, Yes. Thou hast said, uh -huh. Nevertheless I say unto you, Yes. Hereafter shall you see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power uh -huh. and coming in the clouds of heaven. All right, so two things going to happen. It's going to have the clouds coming. Uh-huh. Read. Then the high priest rent his clothes. Are you 26? And what, we at 64? All right. Uh, get me, get me, I want, uh, where he talks about the four winds. Mark, go to Mark 13. 26. Uh-huh. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the clouds uh -huh. with great power and glory. Uh-huh. And then shall he send his angels and shall gather together his elect, uh -huh. from the four winds, from the uttermost part of the earth. From the four winds of the uttermost part of the earth. Uh -huh. To the uttermost part of the heaven. All right, he's going to take him from the earth to the heaven by what? By wind. All right, give me Mark 14, 62. And Jesus said, I am he. And ye shall see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power uh -huh. and coming in the clouds of heaven. Uh-huh. So how is he coming? 
and the clouds of heaven. All right, any questions at this point? Anybody? All right, I want you all to get me 1 Thessalonians 4 and 17. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds uh -huh. to meet to meet the Lord in the air. All right. We're going to be caught up just like Elijah was in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. All right. Uh-huh. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. All right. Give me Ezekiel 30 and 3 and watch that the coming of the Lord, when it gets near, it's going to be cloudy. See, the, the cloudy day is going to be a prediction of his coming. So y'all about to look out. This weather ain't just coming to come. It's just it's letting us know that the end time has come. And, and what has already happened, see, the rapture is in process. It's already in process. It's already in beginning. The, the rapture mode, the atmosphere has to prepare. So it's already has begun. Now, you'd be real ignorant to know it's beginning and not do something about your soul. Now, now listen, listen. Anybody got any sense know that something is happening in this world and in this atmosphere for these storms to come four at a time. And they got more out there. These are the winds being released to catch us up. Look what happened. Read. For the day is near. Even the day of the Lord is now, near. The day of the Lord is near. He's, going, he's telling you. I thank God for being so merciful. He warns us and gives us a sign to let us know when it's coming. Read. A cloudy day. It's a cloudy day. The, it, the, the coming of the Lord. What's going to let you know it's near. Is the cloudiness. The raininess. The weather. And you sitting here and won't do nothing, won't cry out to God, won't ask him to come and fill you with the Holy Ghost, still living the way you want to live, and he's already told you what's going to predict his coming. Read, uh-huh. It shall be the time of the heathen. All right, he said, now after this time, I'm going to leave you up, and then the heathen's going to be in charge. The coming of the Lord is near. Give me Revelation 1 and 7. Yes, Lord. Behold, he cometh with clouds. You ought to see it. He cometh with what? He's coming with rain and weather, clouds. Uh-huh. And every eye shall see him. Now, now give me Matthew 16 and 1. This is really our proof. Because one time Jesus told him, said, all right, I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm going to let you all know when I'm coming. The time period or the frame that I'm coming. Because they wanted a sign. All right, they wanted a sign. Uh-huh, read. The Pharisees also with the Sadducees. The Pharisees came with the Sadducees, uh-huh. And tempting, desiring him that he would show them a sign from heaven. Uh-huh. He answered and said unto them. Yes. When it is evening, uh -huh. ye say, it will be fair weather, uh -huh. but the sky is red. Now, listen, listen at this well. Now, this is one that you got to pay attention to. You say, when it's evening, you say, it's, it's what? What is it? The sky is red. Uh-huh. And in the morning, uh -huh. it will be foul weather today. In, in the morning. Now, he said in, in the evening, the sky is red. Then in the, in the morning, he said it will be foul weather today. All right? Now, the morning always represents the coming of the Lord. We've been endured for a night, but joy coming in the morning. It calls in the bright and morning star. Morning always referred to the rapture. Now, watch this. Uh-huh. Now, notice what he's saying. He's, he's, he's comparing their prediction of the weather to his coming. Read. Uh-huh. 
But the sky is red and lowering. Uh-huh. Oh, ye hypocrites. Now, wait a minute. How, 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 what he's going to do now? He's going to tell him, I want you to look at the sky and be able to tell by the sky that my coming is near. Now, the sky has a face. Now, most of you haven't seen it because you don't know how to look at the face of the sky. But the Bible talks about the sky having a face. And one who's in the spirit can see what the sky, see the sky's face. It has a face. You know that? Read. Look what it says. You can discern the face of the sky. Wait a minute. The sky has a face? If I look at the face of it and I can discern it and tell what the, the, the sky's face is saying, I can tell you just about the time that it's coming. Come on, y'all ought to talk with me. This Bible. Amen. Read. Uh-huh. But can you not discern the signs of but the times? But you can look at the sky and tell the signs of the time. You can tell what the weather's going to be back tomorrow. Why can't you look at the sky and tell the signs of the time? All right, I'm going to prove to you. This is what Jesus said. I'm going to prove to you that my coming is near, and I'm going to show you the weather going to help you predict it. Read. Uh-huh. A wicked and adulterous generation uh-huh. seeketh after a sign. Uh-huh, I'm going to give you a sign. Uh-huh. And there shall no sign be given unto it uh-huh. but the sign of the prophet Jonah. I'm going to give you the sign of Jonah. What sign let Jonah know he was in trouble? A hurricane in the sea. A hurricane came in the sea, and that was the sign that let Jonah know. Go get, get, get me Jonah chapter 1. This is our sign prophesying us about his coming. I'm going to give you the sign of Jonah, he said. Get Jonah chapter 1 and 1. Uh-huh. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah. The, the word of the Lord came unto Jonas. The son of Abitiah saying, uh-huh. Arise, go to Nineveh, yes. that great city, uh-huh. and cry against it, uh-huh. for their wickedness is come up before me. Uh-huh. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish uh-huh. from the presence of the Lord uh-huh. and went down to Joppa. Uh-huh. And he found a ship going now watch to, this. to uh-huh. Tarshish. Uh-huh. So he paid the fare thereof uh-huh. and went down into it yes. to go with them unto Tarsha from the presence of the Lord. Uh-huh. But the Lord sent out a great wind into the sea. Wait, no, a great wind in the sea. Now what was the sign of Jonah? A storm in the sea. What's the sign? He said, this is going to be the sign that I'm going to give you of my end time. The storms in the sea are the signs of the coming of the Lord. Look what happens after the storm arrives. Now, now, after the storms arise in the scripture, according to the Bible, the church is caught up. What happens when Jonah, the storm came with him? And there was a mighty tempest in the sea, uh-huh. so that the ship was like to be broken. Uh-huh. Then the mariners were afraid. And cried every man unto his God, uh-huh. and cast forth the wares that were in the ship uh-huh. into the sea uh-huh. to lighten it of them. Uh-huh. But Jonah was gone down into the sides of the ship, uh-huh. and he lay and was fast asleep. All right, now, so what happens is Jonah being asleep in the ship is a representation of the saints, the dead in Christ, being asleep. When the storms arise, Jonah is awakened. Just like the storm arrives in the church, those that are dead in Christ will rise. Bible. Are y'all with me? Somebody ought to tell the Lord thank you. All right. Now, go, go quickly 
it would seem as if Jonah was, uh, get me verse number nine. And he said unto them, I am an Hebrew, and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, which hath made the sea and the dry land. Uh -huh. Then were the men exceedingly afraid and said unto him, why hast thou done this? For the men knew that he now, fled from the, verses good. Uh -huh. from the presence of the Lord, uh -huh. because he had told them. Uh -huh. Then said they unto him, what shall we do unto thee, uh -huh. that the sea may be calm unto us? Okay, what's going to stop it? Uh -huh. For the sea wrought and was temperous, and he said unto them, uh -huh. take me up. Take me what? Take me take up. Take me up. Now, it would look like if you're taking a man and throwing him out, you're going to throw him out or throw him down. But take me up, sign of the rapture, up. Uh-huh. And cast me forth into the sea. Uh-huh. So shall the sea be calm unto you. All right, I want to show you something. In, in the book of Daniel, chapter 7, it prophesies about the end time and the coming of the Antichrist. But right before the Antichrist comes, something happens out in the middle of the ocean. Before the Antichrist is released. I think you asked about something about this today in the 11th chapter. Go to Daniel chapter 7 and watch this real well. Just before all these Antichrist things come, the, the, the God shows the rapture first by symbolization of the winds. Look at uh, Daniel 7 and 1. Uh huh. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, uh -huh. Daniel had a dream and visions of his head uh -huh. upon his bed. Uh -huh. Then he wrote the dream and told some of the matters. Uh -huh. Daniel spake and said, uh -huh. I saw in my vision by this. night, uh -huh. and behold, the four winds of the heavens strove upon the All right. great sea. Now, no, no, notice this. I see first the four winds. That's the rapture happening in the sea. And then what happens? Uh huh. And four great beasts. And then after the winds, then I see the beast. I, when does the beast come? After the winds. After the rapture. Because the rapture, the four winds of the earth will come and catch God's people up. After the four winds of the earth come and catch God's people up, then the beast, the Antichrist, is loosed in the world. Rapture first, then the beast. But how does God again describe this rapture? The winds of the earth. Somebody ought to say hallelujah. Can you lift your hands and tell God thank you? Oh, you ought to shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at somebody and tell him he's coming soon. And just to think that God is starting it. It is already beginning. As you hear the winds blowing, it's only God tuning up to get us out of here. Somebody say hallelujah. Oh, somebody tell him thank you. Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. When the Bible speaks of the great sea, he's talking about, let, 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 I want you to go to the book of Revelation. Go to Revelation. Actually, before you go there, go read the, read the next verse, the third verse. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh -huh. Go back to Daniel. Mm -hmm. Three. 
seven and three. Uh huh. And four great beasts came up from the sea, uh -huh. diverse one right, from go another. Go to the book of Numbers now, thirty-four and six, and tell you what the great sea was referred to. Uh huh. 34 and 6. And as for the western border, mm -hmm. you shall even have the great sea for a border. Uh -huh. This shall be your west border. Now, now, their great sea was considered, at, in that location, was the uh, Mediterranean. See, there are, how many major seas are there? You got the Pacific. You got, you got the Pacific, you got the Atlantic, you got the, uh, uh, I mean, oceans. I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with oceans. Uh, I'm, I'm dealing with oceans. I'm sorry. You got the, the, the Pacific Ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, the Indian Ocean, the, uh, all right, y'all name them. Caribbean. How, how many major ones are there? There are four major uh, oceans, all right? Now, when you look at this, now y'all listen well. When you look at this, when they're, when they're dealing with the seas, this is what he's giving reference to. Now, when you see these, 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 these out of these waters arising now, the four winds of the earth, because this, this is the method in which God is going to do it. So what's happening now, he's actually seeing the last of the striving of the seas. That's what he's seeing. Because after he sees this great strive in the sea, the next thing he sees is the beast arising. So you'll notice now what's happening and what God is doing. Because there's some stuff that God got to bring out the sea too. That's why the old is coming out of the sea. The, the sea got to give up the dead that are in it. So just like we got people that are coming out of the, out of the grounds, when the rapture comes, there are people who have died and been placed in the seas. So the sea got to give up their dead. And, and it's amazing how God's going to work. Because everybody that's been dead in the sea, he got to, he got to work nature with him. Nature had to work with him during the rapture. So if you got a man who has been buried in the sea and died, when he died, the fish ate him. When the fish ate him, the shark came and ate the fish. And a bigger shark came and ate that shark. And so for the rapture to take place, God has to take out of everything. Now watch what God has to do. The shark that ate the shark that ate the fish that ate the human got to give up the shark. That shark got to give up the fish. The fish got to give you up. And your body has to be put back together for the rapture. That's why Job said, though the skin worm, worms going to be spitting stuff out. Though the skin, that's why the Bible said the whole creation moans. Go, you look at it in the book of Romans. The whole creation moans and groans. Can you say praise the Lord? The sea going to give up the dead that's in it. So what's happening? There's a transformation coming in the sea. Can you say hallelujah? All of these are the signs of the time. And the signs of the coming of the Lord. And the Bible says when you see things like this happening, look up for your redemption draweth nigh. Somebody ought to say hallelujah. Or oh, put your hand together and give them a praise. Uh-huh.
Huh? No, it's not, no, it's not good. It's not good to be cremated. No, no, because the Bible talks about him that destroyed the temple. Him, God also would destroy. But see, there's some people who who didn't have that chance. There's some people around here that that, that the Romans uh, 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 during the uh, Inquisition, Amen. There are people who were killed. There are people who were were were, were, were burned at stake. And God has to redeem their bodies. Yeah, now I don't know how many of them were saved, but I know. <laughs> Uh, some of them were, but a lot of them burned up. Amen. But they got to, she got to give up the dead. Can you say praise the Lord? Somebody ought to say hallelujah. Amen. Anybody ready to get out of here? Amen. Listen, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to encourage you. And I want you to hear me. If you don't hear anything I'm saying tonight, the Lord is soon to come. And that God is so merciful. I'm going to tell you what the devil wants you to do. The devil got your mind so blinded. Got your mind so food that you think it's just the weather, it's just the weather. It's going to pass, it's going to be over, but it's the beginning of the rapture. It's the beginning of the end time. Can you say hallelujah? Lift your hands and tell God thank you. Now, there's the bad side of as it was in the days of Noah, but there's also the good side of as it was in the days of Noah. The good side of that, there was one group that was lost, but there was one group that was in the ark. There was one group that left everything and went to safety. I'm one of them. Can you say hallelujah? I'm one of them that's ready. And my question to you and my question especially to our young folk and you that are here tonight, are you ready? Amen. You don't know what's the next thing going to happen. But God is so wise. God is so good. How many ever woke up in the morning and, and you had your alarm went off? And when your alarm went off, you wanted to sleep some more. And you pushed that thing on snooze. Y'all ever done that? Don't sit there and lie. You missed the rapture now. Come on. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. You, 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 you push that, that, that thing and it go off and let you sleep some more and it go off again. And you push it. And that's what some of y'all doing with the Lord. The Lord keep on giving you signs that I'm coming. You'll push it and go back doing some more of your mess. He rang again. you push it. Every time the altar call come, you pushing God and pushing God and going back to your mess and pushing him and going back. But one of these days, praise the Lord, you're going to push it. It's going to be too late. It's time now to get yourself together and get your heart right. I'm not preaching tonight to emotionalize you. I'm preaching. I'm trying to talk to your soul. When are you going to make up your mind to really live for God? When are you going to really make up your mind to say to the Lord, I want to be saved. I want to live right. I want to do what you got for me to do. Can you say praise the Lord? Amen. I'm so glad that God is so merciful that God will allow you to at least sense his coming. Amen. Before he comes, God will allow you to feel his coming before he comes. Amen and praise the Lord. Amen. If you with all of these signs, with all of these wonders, still miss the rapture, shame on you. Praise the Lord. If you with all of these signs and all of these wonders still live in your mess, shame on you. Praise the Lord. But as you see these things happening, you ought to say to yourself, Lord, I want my heart right with you. Lord, I want my soul right with you. Can you put your hand together and give God a praise? Somebody ought to tell him thank you. Listen here, you're going to miss the grand event 
of the season. Amen. You're going to miss the rapture. You're going to miss the homecoming. You're going to miss the coming of the Lord. Amen. Listen here, saints of God. These storms that are happening around us is not just some mere thing that's happening. Amen. But this is God trying to get our attention and telling us he is soon to come. Hallelujah. This is God trying to tell us, get right, church, and let's go home. Amen. Let's get our hearts together. Let's get our minds together. Come on, can you give him a praise? Amen. Come on, come on, watch me. Amen. Amen. Get your heart right. Now, let me tell you something. That's why the Lord said he's coming for a church without a spot or wrinkle. Now, let me share something with you. Wind is activated. Amen. Uh, wind activating causes thing to fly. Amen. So listen, what the Lord did on the day of Pentecost, he wanted you to understand that his coming would be with wind. And before he even came on the day of Pentecost, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Listen, the sound came to fill us, to get us ready, and the same sound going to come to get us out of here. Amen. Tell God thank you. And I'm saying to the church tonight, amen, young people, amen, get your mind together, get your heart together, amen, stop focusing on your flesh and get your heart right because Jesus is soon to come. Amen. And you that are ready and you that are right, amen, it's time for us to look up because our redemption is drawing now. It's time for us to get our hearts together and say, come on, Lord, I'm ready, I'm ready. Can you say hallelujah? Amen. Listen, I can understand, amen, uh, uh, what happened in the days of Elijah. The Bible speaks of him. And when the Bible talks about Elijah, the Bible said Elijah told his servants, hallelujah, amen, praise the Lord, I'm not going to see death. He said to them, amen, the Lord is going to come and catch me up. And the Bible said the Lord came in a whirlwind and caught him up into heaven. I'm telling you, saints of God, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. And if your heart is not right, come on, get right with God. I don't care what you've done in the past. I don't care what you've done yesterday. Come on and get right so you can make this rapture. Come on, son. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of y'all slipping and jiving and joking and, and playing in the house of God. Know that your heart is not right. Come to church Sunday after Sunday. Morning after morning, the Lord is coming here. Amen. You better get your heart right. Young people, get your soul right. Jesus is soon to come. Y'all come in the house of God. Sit up there with that nonchalant attitude. Know you're not ready. And can see and hear the signs of judgment. What you going to do about your soul? Can't you see this thing? And the devil got you so confused, got you so blind that you don't even care. You're just going on business as usual. Making plans for tomorrow and next week. Ain't even consider your soul. Know you're going to hell. Know you're going. Ain't even got enough decency to get right. Gonna catch you. Gonna catch you unaware. It's gonna catch you. The next one may be his coming. And and you're not ready. You're not right. See, I'm gonna tell you what done happened, and I'm closing. But see, you don't hear this so much. 
that Jesus coming, it don't even get in your heart. You don't even think he coming. All right, you're going to be sitting in hell, Mr. and Mrs. I should have. What you going to do? What are you going to do? What you going to do about your soul? I hate for you to not take something serious. Lord, mess around and come around and you're lost. The Bible's so plain, it predicts it. It points stuff out. So you know what? You can come so informational that you become unconcerned. So y'all too fat. You heard enough. Nothing shake you up. And see, that's a trick of Satan to get you so comfortable in your mind until you feel like you're going to outsmart God. You're going to come when you're ready. All right. The next one come may be Hurricane Jesus. Hurricane Rapture. It's going to happen. He says he's going to gather his elect. My question to you tonight, now how many of y'all ready? How many got your hearts right? I'm not talking about because some of y'all get get saved or get filled. Y'all backslide every six months. <laughs> you need to get a hold of God and live right. Stay stay with him. Get a good grip on God. Young people, get a good grip on God. Old people, everybody that know your heart is not right, know you're not where you need to be with the Lord. Listen, he said as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of Son of Man. You've heard the word. You've heard it. And I just want to know tonight how many of you are ready to get yourself together and make preparation. People are, people, listen, people are doing it for these storms. They buying tape. They buying plywood. And I was just listening to God talking through the wind. Listen at him blowing. Tuning up. He could just get it and blow it. But he's at least tuning it before it gets loud. And I just want to know who wants to be ready. Who wants to be ready? Everybody don't have the Holy Ghost wave your hand. If you don't have the Holy Ghost wave your hand. All right, everybody don't have wave your hand. Everybody that don't have it. All right. Everybody that wanted wave your hand. All right, come on, all y'all that wanted, get up, come on. Oh God, please make us concerned. Make us concerned. Not just because of the storms, not just because of the weather. God, please give me a sincere heart. I'm going to tell you, you know. You know what some of y'all problems gonna be? Why y'all ain't gonna make it? You're too cute. 
y'all cute sisters. Y'all going to have to get off of that and get real and ask God to save you. Boys, you're too dap. You need to break out of yourself. You need to break out of yourself and really say, I want to be saved, Lord. I need the Holy Ghost. My heart needs to be changed. I need something. You saw him as a youngster. Getting old, the devil has fooled you, got your minds where you feel like you don't need it. I can just live every day. Today, you know, I often tell people, I want you to think, what will you do the day after the rapture? Hmm? The day after the rapture. I wonder what kind of regrets you're going to have. The day after. The day right after. Just imagine waking up and knowing that you done missed your chance to be saved, miss your chance to be filled. His, his coming is too soon. His coming is too soon. Too many signs, too many wonders. For God's sake, for God's sake, for God's sake, for your sake. Get right with it. Get your heart right. I mean, I would get I would get a serious mind and tell God, do something for me. I wouldn't play with it. I wouldn't joke with it. I wouldn't shuck with it. I wouldn't jive with it. I'd get my mind serious and say, God, if you're going to do anything for anybody, please, please, whatever I got to do to be ready, help me. 